she's Lisa, and she rants. You are now listening to the Lisa Rants Podcast. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Lisa Rants Podcast. This week, I have a very special episode for you guys. I'm going to recap the 2019 Grammy Awards. Yes, the Grammys, the most anticipated award show all year. I know you guys really like these recaps from me and I was really excited, um, you know, to know that I had a Sunday night off and I could really fully watch the Grammys and have an episode up for you guys today. So I sat on my couch at eight o'clock. No, I sat on my couch at seven o'clock to watch the red carpet. I'm not going to document any of the fashion looks because honestly, like none of them were that great. But I literally sat on the couch from like 7 to 11.30, watched the whole Grammy Awards through the commercial break um, for you guys. You're welcome. (laughs) But like I was going to live tweet, but I was like, you know what? I just want to save it all for the podcast. And I was actually in a really funny group chat with my girls, Tati. Y'all know Tati. And Lex. Hi, Lex. If you guys are listening, you better be. But um, we had the funniest group chat and... I just wrote so many key points down, and I'm going to try not to make this episode too long, but I do want to cover everything for you guys. If you didn't get to watch it, you can basically just get pretty much the whole show from me and all of my thoughts on it. So this is Lisa Rants. I'm going to go rant about the whole show starting right now. Okay, so I'm looking at my notes, and opening performance was Camilla Camilla Cabello. And guess what song she sang, you guys? (laughs) You guessed it, fucking Havana for the millionth time. Um, Someone tweeted on Twitter, they were like, no shade, Camila, but I would love to never hear the song again. And that's how I feel. And my like, as soon as she came on the screen, my mom, because my mom watched um, all of it with me as well, she goes, oh my God, when will this song die? Like my, even my mom is like sick of it. And it's just like, you know... We're tired. Havana Unana. Left my heart. Like, it was whatever. Like, I'm so over it. And then the worst part about it is that there was some kind of commercial that she was in that would play every commercial break and they would play Havana and it was like, oh my God, I cannot escape this song. I hate this song. I hate it. I'm, I just want it to be gone. Like, I hope that was like the last time I will ever hear that song, see a performance of it. Like, I'm done. The best part of the performance was that Young Thug came out and performed his part. I don't think I've ever seen them perform together. Maybe I'm lying. I don't know. But then Ricky Martin came out. Jay Balvin came out. So it was like a whole like, you know, Hispanic like vibe. Like it looked like they were in Cuba. Like that shit was lit. Like it was really cool to have all those guests out. Still hate the song, but you know, she did her thing. She was cute. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. So let me get into the host. Alicia Keys was the host. I don't understand why i mean i just (sighs) yeah i mean people in hollywood love alicia keys i'm a fan of her music back in the day but ever since like this girl's on fire came out like i'm just over i'm over it i'm over the brand i don't know she's not funny she's not entertaining I just didn't get it. It was just awkward. I don't know why they thought she'd be a good host. I just, I don't get it. Whatever. It's just, whatever. I don't get it. I don't get it. So she's rubbing elbows with someone in Hollywood. 
And she literally was like, literally her first, like, you know how they all have a monologue when you're a host of a show? Like, you have, like, an opening monologue that's supposed to be, like, really funny and shit. And, like, no, she's not funny, so she didn't have one. She goes, I'm gonna have, like, some queens come up and, like, help me. And we're like, oh, great. Please, you need help. And then it was, like, Gaga, J-Lo, Michelle Obama, which was iconic, and then Jada Pinkett Smith. So kind of random group of women, but, like, you know, they were all icons. You know, we stand, we stand. So they all come out and they say something, like, I don't even know what they were talking about. Like, I was just very confused at this point. Like, I was already angry that the opening performance was Camila. Like, I was already angry that... Alicia Keys was the host. Like, there was just a lot going on in the first, like, three minutes, and I just wasn't feeling it. So, um, Gaga said some really weird speech. Like, she was talking like she couldn't read, and, like, she, it was just awkward. I think she was, like, scared because she was just, like, with, like, other icons, and I don't know. The whole thing was just awkward and weird, and I, so, five minutes in, I just wasn't feeling the show at all. At all. And then we have our second performance. Sean Mendez, another one. So I love Sean Mendez. You guys know how I feel about him. <laughs> if you've listened to other podcasts, I'm not going to talk about it again. But, um, you know, he's great. He's cute, whatever. But he sang the worst possible fucking song that he could sing. Like, you guys know me. If you, you guys know me, you guys know that I love the song. There's nothing holding me back. That song slaps. That song is iconic. That shit is everything. But he sang in my blood i hate that song it's so annoying like like literally everything that was on the grammys was just like the most overplayed shit on the radio and i'm like i can't sit through it i cannot sit through it like a lot of pop music now is just like trash like i just can't so he's just like it isn't in my blood like over and over and over but the performance got really really fucking good because miley cyrus suddenly just came out of fucking nowhere and she like she sang the song better than him period period like her voice was actually like low-key made for that song and me tanti and lex were like whoa like this should have been her song like i'm not even gonna lie like she blew him out the water her vocals were so strong it was crazy like she really like I feel like I would like that song if Miley sang it, to be honest. So that was cool to have her come out. Again, random collab. I hate the song, but, like, she she fucking killed it. And she, like, redeemed that whole performance because I was really about to shut the TV off. All right. Am I going too fast? Probably. I mean, I just don't want this to be, like, a 45-minute podcast because I know you guys have short attention spans and, like, it's fine. But I just want to, like, not speed through it, but I just want to, like, get my points across. I'm, like, reading notes I don't want to ramble too much, even though I'm rambling, but I don't want to ramble about like one subject for too long. You feel me? All right. Stay with me. So next thing we have is, (laughs) oh, so Lady Gaga won an award for The Shallow. I'm stressed. Again, another song that is like so overplayed, like I walk into Starbucks, I hear it. I'm in the airport, I hear it. Like, it's just... It is everywhere I go. Every, like, I cannot go a single day without hearing, I'm on a day band, watches on diamond. Like, I don't want to hear that anymore. Like, I did not, okay, so, little background. See, this is where I start to ramble. I was a Gaga stan. Like, stan, like, a born this way bitch. Like, I've been to every single tour of hers, like, icon since like fucking 2009 like since like since 
the beginning of her career, okay? She was fucking iconic. Like, we all know. Like, people thought she was weird. I thought she was the most brilliant person on the planet. I get that over time. It's been, like, 10 years. She's evolved, right? So she's, like, now she's, like, trying to be, like, normal, I guess. Like, I don't even know what the word is. But to me, it just doesn't translate. I'm just not into it. It's boring. It's just... Like, she looks beautiful. Like, when she goes on the red carpet, she looks amazing and shit. But, like, I don't know. Like, whatever. So, she's, like, engaged. And I feel like she's just trying to be, like, a 30-year-old woman now. Like, she's trying to, like, get married. You know, she's just she's just a little Italian from New York, like, on the inside. She just wants a normal life. And I get that. But this whole thing with, like, her, like, rebrand and, like, her trying to be, like, all country and, like, rock and roll and, like, I'm gonna get an Oscar for this fucking movie and, like, Bradley Cooper and, like, it's just, there's just a disconnect for me and, like, I don't know, like, I'll always love Gaga and, like, I support her and I think she's fucking so talented and, like, incredible, but I don't know, I just don't like this rebrand that much and, like, I didn't see the movie because it didn't draw me in. Like, I just didn't want to see the movie. Like, I wanted to see the movie to support her, because I love her, but, like, I just didn't care to see the movie. And, like, my mom my mom told me it was a remake of a Barbara Streisand movie, I guess. And my mom's like, yeah, like, the movie, like the ending, like, sucks. Like, it's, like, sad or whatever. I'm like, no. I Like, I'm not, I don't, <laughs> I fucking hate that shit. Like, I don't know if about you guys, when I go see a movie, I for the most part, unless I'm, like, in a certain mood, I want a happy ending. Like, I I go to a movie to escape reality. I'm not going to a movie to, like, see fucking horrible real-life shit. I mean, obviously a lot of, like, movies have horrible real-life shit, but, like, at the end, I want some, like, redemption. Like, I want to be happy at the end of the movie. Like I said, I haven't seen the movie. I don't even know what it's about, so I might be completely off-base here. But just from what I've heard, I just didn't care to see the movie. So now, it's like, I didn't see the movie, and, like, I love Gaga, but it's like, this fucking song is everywhere, like, on every commercial, like, oh my god, she's, like, she's at the Golden Globe, she's at the Oscars, she's at this, she's at that, like, fuck, give it a rest, can we give it a rest, period, like, I'm over it, so she won a fucking award, and mind you, this bitch has won how many awards, like, literally thousands of awards, and she's, like, literally being the most dramatic bitch of all time like oh my god i can't believe it like holy shit like blah 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 like like crying like sobbing sobbing i'm like gaga you've won how many of these like relax like and honestly like i appreciate her being humble like it's cool but like calm down you know Mm -hmm. whatever so i'm over that song love gaga i will stand till the death of me but i just can't do it um, next, Casey Musgraves. <laughs> Should I say this for the end? Okay, no, I'm not, I'm going, I'm really going in order of the show, you guys, like, I took notes. So, Casey Musgraves, I'm a fucking stan, like, she's this Shania Twain of our generation, she's underrated as fuck, she's beautiful, she can sing her ass off, and she makes fucking bops, like, country pop bops like not like taylor swift like this is like some old like whole other shit like actually like country but like feel good like 80s pop like i don't even know like it's like a fucking shania twain dolly parton fucking crossover genre that i've never heard of but i didn't know i needed so much in my life so i first got introduced to her just, like, on the internet, like, I, like, people would, like, talk about her, and I was, like, who's this girl with this, like, big old hair and shit, 
And so I heard the song High Horse on someone's Instagram story and I was like, whoa, like that? Like, that slaps, like low key. So I started listening to that song. I became obsessed. I got my mom hip to that song. And then I started, was like, I should check out this whole album. Oh, if you guys don't remember, Kendall Jenner took a picture on her like rooftop penthouse in fucking New York and she was like naked, like eating like some toast. And a billboard behind her was the Casey Musgraves like album, but it, but like, I don't know why she blurred it out. I guess she didn't want to do like free advertising, but she blurred out the album. So it just made everyone be like, wait, what is that in the back? And then I feel like low key, like that's how like Casey Musgraves got, got put on because it was like, people were like, who is that? Like in the background, but like it's blurred out. And it was like her album cover. Like it was literally her face. And yeah, sorry, side note. Okay, let me get back on track. See, 12 minutes in, we're still rambling. So we stand and I think she's fucking awesome. And but she had her first performance of the night and it was so boring. She sang the most boring song on the album, and I'm like, bro, like I mean I get like it's actually one of her hits, I think, but it's definitely not one of my favorites, especially if you listen to the whole album, like I was like, oh, I was like so frustrated because like I want people to like her and like stand her. Like, as hard as I do, but I just didn't feel like that was the song to, like, come out with. Especially when, like, a lot of people don't know you. So, I was a little disappointed, but she still did well. Okay, next, Janelle Monet, fucking queen, goddess. Like, you guys already know, like, she's just so talented. Like, I don't want to call her underrated anymore, because I feel like she gets recognition from, like, the people who matter, but she's still not as mainstream as, like, I feel like she should be. Like, I've been a fan of Janelle Monae since, like, 2010, like, her tightrope music video, like, back when she would only wear tuxes all the time, and, like, I don't know, she's just evolved so much, and I just love her, like, it was just a good, powerful performance. She always has really good messages in her songs, and, yeah, we stand. I mean, nothing else to say, like, it was great. Next performance after that. So there was a lot of performances back to back. I think there was some other shit happening, but like it was so boring and corny because I don't like Alicia Keys being the host of the Grammys and I was just like over her. Like I was just like texting my friends about dumb shit. So Post Malone came on and my friends, Tati and Lex, sorry I'm putting you guys on the spot again, but it's like they were literally saying that like they were trying to justify him being attractive, and I was just like, mm, mm, mm. Like, I was, like, confused. But then I really looked at him, and I was like, all right. It, I think face tats just make people look dirty. Like, you know how people are, like, they, like, everyone says, like, Kehlani needs to take a shower, and it's, like, it's, like, the dumbest thing to ever say, like, but it's, like, I feel like tattoos, for some reason, it just makes someone look dirty. Like, I can't describe it. It just makes them look like, I don't know. So I feel like if you took the face tats off, not even the face tats, but then I was, like, if he got, like, a sick haircut and, like, a, a fresh ass, like, like fresh lineup, like, sick shape up, like, a nice beard, like, clean beard, like, he does have, like, he could be, like, kind of cute. I don't know, let me get let me know what you guys think. I feel like I'm just kind of like I drank the Kool-Aid of like what Lex and Tati were saying, but like honestly, like if he just like freshened up a little bit, <laughs> you know, I think he's like a good looking dude. But yeah, his um performance was really good. 
Um, I feel like a lot of people lip synced. Like, if they didn't have just, like, a direct mic in front of them and they were singing, I felt like a lot of people were lip singing. And I do feel like Post Malone was lip syncing. I'm not sure, though, because, like, it just, there was, like, one point where it seemed like he tried to make his voice sound like it was auto-tuned. And I was like, wait, is that real? Or is that, like, what the song sounds like? I don't know. But shout out to Kim. She loves him. He did a good job. Um, I know that people really loved his album. I listened to some songs on the album, but not a not a ton. But people rave about it so much, I feel like I should probably, like, get into it, even though it's kind of late. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. Next was the Dolly Parton tribute. So that bitch is 73. She looks incredible. It was kind of weird that she was, like, in her own tribute. But, like, it was cute. So the best part of the whole tribute, obviously, was when Miley Cyrus came out and sang Jolene, which is literally iconic. Like, everyone knows that's iconic. It went viral um, a couple years ago online when she did her own cover of it. Like, she sings the shit out of that song. Miley was really flexing last night. I'm not gonna lie. Like, she was, like, in her bag. Like, my mom was even saying, she's like, wow, ever since she got back with Liam, she's just, like, she glows differently. Like, she... I love how, like, my mom doesn't sound anything like this. I just give her these, like, crazy voices that don't sound like her at all. But, you know, my mom even noticed it, and I'm like, but honestly, I don't feel like she should... Her happiness should depend on, like, a man, but that's another podcast for another day but anyways she fucking killed it singing jolene i'm glad that i'm cultured unlike some people who like didn't know what was going on cough cough tati didn't know who the other people on stage were like big little town casey musgraves um there was another country person on stage i can't remember but like i I was like tati do you know who this is she's just like no like she didn't know anyone so (laughs) that was cool but um fun fact I guess Miley Cyrus is Dolly Parton's godchild, which is interesting. I didn't know that, so that's cool. So it was cute to see them do the song together, but, like, I low-key just wanted Miley to do it by herself. All right. So then her did a performance. She's obviously incredible. Her album was sick this year. But I'm just over her branding, you know, I'm a marketing professional, and I just notice things like branding, and, um, she just, like, okay, honestly, it made her stand out at first, right, when it was, like, we didn't know who she was, it was just, like, so mysterious, she, like, never took pictures, this bitch would, like, hide, and, like, we never saw her face, like, ever, and, like, whatever, and, like, it was cool and interesting, But now that she's, like, a fucking star and, like, people know who she is and stuff, it's like, take your sunglasses off. Like, God, like, please, like, what is it gonna take? Like, take your sunglasses off. Like, I don't get it. Like, does she have a lazy eye? Like, there there must be something more to it. Like, I don't know. But I'm just over the branding of it. Like, just, just take, take it off. Like, let us see your beautiful face. Like, I don't understand, but whatever that's her fucking look i guess whatever it's it's annoying so love her though (laughs) get it love her (laughs) love her okay so there was a commercial break and i literally would just like text during the commercials and i wouldn't pay attention because i fucking hate commercials because i'm spoiled and i have dvr so i don't really watch commercials that much anymore but i noticed that um zoe kravitz and i don't know if this was a super bowl commercial because i didn't watch I watched the Super Bowl, but I didn't watch the commercials really during that either. 
But it was a really fucking funny beer commercial that she was in, looking flawless. I think Zoe Kravitz is, like, the most beautiful. Like, she's so pretty to me. Like, so pretty to me. And I'm going to say something that's probably going to get a lot of flack. I mean, obviously, her and her mom are twins, but I think she's, like, prettier than her mom. Like, like even in, like, in Lisa Bonet's heyday, like, I would still pick Zoe Kravitz over her. Like, I know it sounds weird, but I just feel like Zoe's just, like, so pretty. Um, and she was in a beer commercial and it was like asmr and like she had the two microphones and everything and she's just like hey and she's like i don't even know she was just she was like tapping on the can like doing asmr shit and i just thought it was so funny because it was just a cool way to make um you know the digital world relevant because everything is digital nowadays and like if you can't stay current with what's happening on the internet like your brand is gonna just like die you know what i mean and like I don't think anyone even cared about the beer, but, like, it just made you stop and be like, oh, wow, like, what brand is that? Haha, <laughs> that was funny, you know? So, cute commercial, good marketing. You know, I love good marketing, so. Then, my girl, back to my girl, we're gonna discuss her a lot. Casey Musgraves won Best Country Album, and I was, like, so happy for her because she's just, like, such a light, I feel like, in the country community. Um, I'm, I have a very diverse taste in music. Like, I pretty much like everything, and I'll give anything a try, and I don't usually like country, it's definitely not my go-to at all, but, like, her music is just so good, you guys, and, like, uh, it's just, like, she wrote her album, like, with her fucking heart and soul, you know what I mean? Like, those are just good songs, like, feel-good songs that we don't have anymore, and that's why I compare her to Shania Twain, because that's how I feel when I listen to Shania Twain. Okay, so Alicia Keys, I wrote down Alicia Keys tribute, but, like, I don't think she had a tribute. I think that was the part when she was just on the piano, like, singing and shit. I don't know. Um, she did a part of Drake's song, and she was like, she's like, Swizzy, do you love me? Are you raining? So I was like, oh, that's cute. That's so cute. And then I was texting Lex and Tatiana, and I was like, he's so fine. Like, it seems like they have a good marriage. And I was like, ladies... Don't let a man's wife keep you from getting your soulmate. <laughs> uh, I hate myself. Okay, it's not true. Do not do that at all. I would never do that. But, you know, we can't forget how they got together. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. So, once she did that little, uh, cute little skit on stage, she then, um, presented for best something, album, I don't know, rap, like, rap song. Drake won, obviously, so I was kind of shook when Drake won, because I was like, I didn't even know he was there, like, I was watching since 7 o'clock, and I did not see Drake there at all, so he just, like, came up on stage, he invited all these random fucking people, I had no idea who they were, Mom was like, who's that little girl, I'm like, I don't know, like, I did not know a single person that came up with Drake on stage, so, that was cool, and then, this nigga went off, holy crap, he was, like, saying how, like, all, like everyone in this category is talented like don't let the grammys measure your success like like basically just saying like we don't fucking need this shit like and honestly like i understand that that's how like a lot of artists are feeling right now and like people are really upset with like how award shows handle things and like how they're unfair and like blase blah like i'm sure it's like a fucking scam like i get it and like if you work really hard on albums and stuff and you don't get recognized like that sucks but like it's literally been this way for like 
fucking 70 years or more. I don't even know how long the Grammys has been around, but it's like, this is how it's always been. So it's just kind of like, just suck it up and get over it. You know what I mean? Like, make music. Like, you're, like, all these celebrities are like, I make music because I want to make music, not because I want to be recognized. So it's like, okay, so stop fucking talking about it. Why do you guys get so upset when you don't win? Like, people are just full of shit. So I just thought it was rude of him to, like, go up there and accept an award, like, a very established award that, like, like, let's face it, like, and I know people are trying to rag on the Grammys, but it's, like, everyone wants to win a Grammy. Like, say what you want, but, like, that is, that's, like, an accomplishment. Like, that's, like, the pivotal, like, that's, like, you've made it once you have a Grammy. Like, that's what that means, you know what I mean? Like, in the music industry, and, like, people are trying to, like, downplay it and shit, but it's, like, it means something, and I think it's rude. I thought it was rude and, like, extremely problematic of him. Regardless if I agree with what he was saying or not, I just didn't think it was the time and place for him to, like, go up on stage at the Grammys when they're presenting him with an award and have him be like, nah, fuck this, like, we don't need this. It's like, bro, like, give it to one of your fucking not other nominees then because I'm sure that they would proudly take it. You know what I mean? Like, I just think it's rude for you to, like, accept something that, like, most people would, like, kill for and just kind of be like, oh, this means nothing to my career. It's like, I don't know. I just feel like that's my beef with the whole Young Money team. <laughs> I feel like I just miss Nicki, Drake, Lil Wayne, like, circa 2009, 2010, when they were, like, so humble and they were like, we love Lil Wayne. Thank you so much for giving us this chance. Like, I remember when Nicki Minaj would, like, cry at every BET show. That's another story. She would cry because BET would just give her, like, eight awards in one night and she would just cry and cry and cry. Like, she was so happy and, like, so humble. Drake used to be so humble and, like, kind. And it's just, like, over the years, they're just fucking egos are just so far up their ass. Like, like if Drake won a Grammy, like, years ago, like, that nigga would have been, like, crying and, like, been like, thank you so much to the Academy. Like, this is the best thing ever. And now he's just like, oh, like, since this nigga's making, like, 50 million a year just, like, off Apple Music alone, like, he thinks he's the shit. Like, it was just annoying. And I thought it was inappropriate. And, like, like I said, I, I don't agree or disagree with what he was saying, but I just didn't think it was the time or place. And it just goes to show that, like, Drake is problematic, like, period. Like, he just does things that, like, aren't necessary and, like, rub people the wrong way. And then Grammys cut him the fuck off. They're like, all right, bye, niggas. And it's like, we're not gonna let you talk more and diss us more. Like, I don't blame them for doing that, like, honestly. And he, like, he, like, he's so fucking shady. He was like, my brother Travis is in the audience, like, like mad extra it's like you know you and travis are not that close period first of all second of all travis was so uncomfortable i thought this nigga was gonna melt in his seat when he said that like he wouldn't even look up there he didn't give eye contact like it was so awkward like travis is a family man now okay like he's just trying to keep the peace in the kardashian household leave him alone drake leave him alone so i don't know drake is just problematic he's petty like i don't know what else to say but we still stand i love him Okay, see, I went on for too long about that. 27 minutes? Okay, let's let's try to wrap this up in the next 10 minutes. Okay, so Diana Ross tribute. Oh my god, so... <laughs> her adorable little grandson came out and introduced her, which was so cute. And then, obviously, I go on Twitter, and people on Twitter are fucking demons. And they were, like, saying how... <laughs> Sorry, I can't stop laughing. 
They were saying how Chris Jenner has more black grandkids than Diana Ross, and I was screaming because, like, low-key, like, so true. Like, I can't, I don't know. It was just really funny to me. But we had this really interesting discussion in the group chat Lex and Tati bringing you guys up again because I was literally talking to them the whole award show, you guys. Like, this was the most lit group chat of all time. So we were saying how, like, unpopular opinions, trigger warning, if you guys stand Diana Ross, I don't think anyone's gonna care that much, but here we go. Diana Ross, it's, like, one of those things, it's, like, she seems like a sweet person. Like, like, I want her to be my grandmother. Like, she looks, she just seems, like, so happy and nice and kind. And, but it's, like, when you just, like, know the backstory on, like, the fucking Supremes and, like, if you watch Dreamgirls and you know that Beyonce was, like, based off of Diana Ross, it's, like, you know, like, a lot of shit that happened, like, was not fair. Like, it was, like, the catalyst of colorism. Like, Diana Ross only got to where she is because she's, like, well, she... I don't want to say was like because she's gorgeous like and like light-skinned and like she had long big hair you know what I mean and like I just feel like when you really think about it and there was another oh my god there's a play based on her life as well that I saw like in theater like on a Broadway like a Broadway show fuck I can't think about it oh I think it's called Motown yeah yeah sorry it's Motown the musical because we saw it when we were um in London (laughs) weird flex but okay and we saw that show and like I guess Barry Gordy oh my god you guys I don't know anyone's name right now I'm like butchering the whole fucking story so like please google it but she was married to like the owner of fucking Motown was it Barry Gordy fuck one of them niggas I'm gonna I'm gonna google real quick but anyways um so she was with him, and the whole story was kind of based off how he started Motown. And, um, and basically, like, she kind of, like, low-key used him and, like, like, just was, like, popular enough that, like, she could get the other girls to, like, leave. And he was like, oh, baby, I'll just take you instead. And, like, I don't know. The whole thing just seems like a scam. Yeah, Barry Gordy. And, um... I don't know, it just seemed like they just didn't paint, like, the best picture of her, and I just feel like, long story short, she did what she had to fucking do to get to the top, you know what I mean? And I'm not mad at it, but, you know, it's just something to remember, and I just feel bad for, what's her face? Is it Jennifer Hudson? I think she was one of the Supremes who just, like, you know she just has like she had the best voice and like probably the most talent and like she just couldn't get anywhere in her career just because like she was dark-skinned and she was like a little overweight or like whatever the case may be you know so I just think it's important to when we like praise our idols quote-unquote that there's like some pretty dark stories behind the scenes um you know so no shade of Diana Ross I'm still a huge fan of her and I love her and I think she's you know, kind and sweet, but, like, you know, there is a dark side to everybody, you know what I'm saying? So, like, just do your research, you know? There's, there's a lot there. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, so, Gaga performed. She did the fucking Shadow song. Me and my mom screamed. We're like, no! Like, we I was like, no. I was like, please mute the TV. Like, I cannot hear her perform the song. I just couldn't do it, and she came out rocking up bedazzled <laughs> i'm not gonna say bedazzled that's so fucked up a rhinestone 
jumpsuit. And I wasn't mad at the jumpsuit, but, like, it just seemed like she just went out there and just was, like, doing the extra, like, rock and roll bullshit that I don't like from her. And, like, obviously she sang the song extremely well because she's Gaga. She's talented as fuck. But, like, I don't know. I'm just over this era. I'm over the song. I love you, Gaga, and I will always support you, but I just cannot deal with the song anymore, and I just hope it goes away. She did some really weird pose at the end and stared at the camera upside down with her hair on her face for, like, a good two full minutes, and it made me uncomfortable. Um, And it's been made into several memes on the internet, so go check that out. Okay, what's next? Well, I'm getting down to the wire, you guys. I'm almost done. So, yeah, I wrote down, if I never have to hear Shadows again by Lady Gaga, it'll be too soon. Exactly. Next up, Travis Scott performance was lit, as usual, but, (laughs) so he sang one of my favorite club songs (laughs) that I get lit to, and, like, obviously you can't swear, so they were, instead of saying fuck the club up, they were like, what did they say? I should have wrote it down. Mess the club up? Or, like, something, like, super, like, kids bop 2019 like it was so bad they couldn't say the real lyrics at all so it just like ruined the whole song I just like started to sing over it because I just couldn't take how like awful it sounded with like the clean ass lyrics and then he starts to crowd surf and I'm just like ew like I would never crowd surf ever ever like I don't trust you (laughs) like I'm a Scorpio like I don't trust any stranger to, like, hold me up and, like, make sure I don't fall onto the fucking ground. I don't trust anyone to do that. Second of all, I don't trust anyone to not grab my genitals. I don't trust anyone to refrain from grabbing me by the pussy if I crowd surfed. I don't like that. I, like, if you touch me inappropriately, I will stop my performance and kick you in the face like I don't see what's appealing about crowd surfing but Travis Scott literally does it in every fucking performance he did it at the Super Bowl which I thought was a lot he did it at the Grammys I'm like nigga just stand up there and sing like I don't stop crowd surfing and no one ever can like crowd surfing seems so uncomfortable so uncomfortable because you have to think about it like you're in the audience trying to enjoy a show and the fucking artist jumps on you Like, they just jump on you, (laughs) and you have to hold them. And, like, I don't, I would be pissed if Travis Scott jumped on me. Like, don't jump on me. I don't have upper body strength. Like, I don't want to hold you up. Like, I want to see you perform sickle mode, and I want to go home. I don't want to hold you. I just thought that was a lot. So, it's a no for me, but the performance was good, I guess, even though they did the clean version. Alright, so they did the Motown tribute that was great i was confused because i thought the diana ross portion was a part of it but it wasn't it was literally just like diana ross being like i'm here i'm beautiful i'm gonna sing one song and it's my fucking birthday and i'm like leo rising vibes i feel you girl but i was confused because i was like wait was that the motown portion but it wasn't so then the motown portion was when fucking j-lo came out black people around the world were extremely pissed Um, Lex wanted me to make it clear that Motown deserved better, so Lex, if you're listening, I got you, girl. Motown did deserve better, but I'm not gonna go full ham on J-Lo because I do like J-Lo, and I think she is talented. Like, the thing that she brought to the performance was, like, stage presence and, like, choreography. Like, she killed the fucking choreography. Like, 
you guys can't say shit to me. Like, she can dance her ass off, like, period. Like, she lip-synced her ass off as well. That's another thing. She cannot sing very well. Like, we know this. We know that J-Lo cannot sing well. Definitely can't sing live. So, and, like, every, all the songs were, like, so high-pitched for her, and I was like, is this even her singing? Like, it was just... Uh, the. I don't understand why they chose her, but I get why they chose her at the same time. J-Lo is someone who's safe, she's likable, she's appealing to white people, Hispanic people, black people, she can dance her ass off. Like, it's a safe bet, and I guess that they didn't, they didn't want to, like, alienate, like, fucking their, like, white viewership, like, by, like, having, like, a BET, like, moment, but they should have had a BET moment, you know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna do Motown, then, like, fucking do Motown. Like, don't have, like, some fucking, like, Spanish artist up there, like, doing it. Like, it just, it was stupid. Like, I don't know whatever like I'm not gonna drag JLo for doing it because obviously it was a good opportunity and she probably just wanted to do it and like good for her but no period no Smokey Robinson is still fine he, he is like sugar daddy goals like Smokey where you at hit me up I will be there Lex was laughing about the royalty checks that he probably still gets <laughs> like oh he rich rich like he's rich like I daddy like Smokey Robinson is fine like to be however old he is I don't I'm gonna look it up right now how old is Smokey Robinson he's definitely old as shit let's see here 78 damn like he looks good like I genuinely feel like he looks good um, anyway, so, he's daddy, he did a great job, he sang really well, wow, 78, yeah. Um, who else was out there? I don't remember. This was, like, it was probably, like, 10 o'clock at this point, I'm so bored, I'm over the show, I really don't remember, but, overall, I think it was good, but it wasn't incredible, so, yeah. Chloe and Hallie, oh my god, this was so good. I stand Chloe and Hallie. I think they're so talented. Their first debut album, The Kids Are Alright. Go stream it. I'm not being sponsored. I fucking wish. But that album is so good. They are so talented. They write, produce, like they create their own music. Like they are just like little Beyonce protégés, and I'm here for it. They're so talented. They sing, um, Donnie Warwick's um Where is the Love and they did like their own little spin on it and it was so fucking good like and those bitches were singing live period like you like they sang that shit they sang their asses off and they had just sang at the um Super Bowl like they're just so good live I feel like everyone is just like holy shit like who are these girls like they're gonna make it far they were nominated for a Grammy but they didn't win which is unfortunate because I mean they were up against like Dua Lipa and like really famous people so I get it, but I was really sad for them because I really do feel like they are a force to be reckoned with. Like, those bitches are really talented. But, you know, um, with Beyonce backing them, I'm sure they'll, they'll get some Grammys someday, trust me. They're still young. Um, but yeah, they sang that little song and it was so good and I really loved it. And I was watching it on Twitter again today because I just thought it was so good. Alright, so the rap album was the part we were all waiting for. We were, like, literally holding our breath. And the winner was Cardi B. Burr, burr, burr. Okay, so unpopular opinion. Okay, how do I start this? We all love Cardi B. 
I love Cardi B. I've loved her before most people even knew who she was. Like, I was there when she had, like, 500k followers, which sounds like a lot, but, like, no one really knew who she was still. And, um, her success is, like, literally the most insane thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And I can honestly say that. I don't know what fucking manifestation technique she uses, like, what fucking voodoo, like, what? I don't know, like, how she's making all this shit happen for herself, but that bitch is doing it, and it's the most inspiring thing I've ever seen. I have actually a podcast episode fully dedicated to Cardi B from, like, 2017. I think it's probably, like, my third podcast episode ever, so you guys can check that out. None of the information will probably be relevant at all because it was when she was, like, just on the rise. Like, literally, like, Bodak Yellow probably, like, just came out. And I noticed that she was just, like, literally, like, destined for success even back then. So, it's so cool to see where she is now. But, with all that being said, I fucking support her. I fucking love her. I'm glad she won. But, with that being said, we cannot ignore the fact that she is not an actual... I don't want to say she's not an actual artist, but... I mean, like, if I was Pusha T, if I was Travis Scott, like, guys who literally, like, blood, sweat, tears in the studio, like, writing their own rhymes, like, that, and just seeing Cardi win, who, you know, very knowingly, like, she has ghost writers, like, she doesn't write anything, like, she doesn't, you know, like, she, like, she delivers the content well, you know, like, she's a good, ew, I almost called her a karaoke singer, no shade, like, I love Cardi B, but it's, like, we have to be honest here, like, she doesn't have, like, the talent, like, she has talent, but she doesn't, it's not, like, fair to, like, give her a Grammy for an album that she, like, just kind of, like, like, she, like, came in the studio and she was like, okay, what do you want me to sing? You know what I mean? Like, what do you want me to rap? You know what I mean? She, like, she didn't really have a huge process in creating the album. Like I said, I don't fucking know, but, like, this is, like, from all the stuff I've heard. Like, I know she doesn't write her songs. Like, she's obviously not a producer. She's probably been rapping for, like, three years tops. You know what I mean? Like, so, with that being said, I just feel like... I just feel bad for, like, Nipsey Hussle, Pusha T. Like, I was really on rooting for Pusha T. Like, I've become a Pusha T stan, like, low, 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 low key. Just because I've seen him on the Joe Budden podcast, which you guys know is, like, one of my favorite podcasts. And it was, like, really cool to see, like, a really cool side of him. Me and Tati saw him in Miami perform. And, like, that nigga has hits. And, like, no one really gives him the credit he deserves. And, like... He clearly beat Drake in the beef, even though it was, like, in the most disgusting way possible. But, like, I have respect for Pusha T. I have respect for Travis Scott. Like, his album is was, like, everywhere this year. And, like... But obviously so was Cardi's. And I feel like Cardi B should get recognized at an award show such as, like, the Billboard Awards. Or, like, something where, like, the criteria is, like, the numbers and the streams and the popularity... But in my opinion, I thought the Grammys was more of a place where people won because of, like, their actual talent. So, I don't know. I'm not going to keep rambling about this much more. But, like, 
you know, congrats to Cardi B, but I don't know if it was, like, fully well-deserved. Don't come for me, but, you know, there was other people who probably could have, would have, could have deserved that a little bit more than her. So, let me get into the shits real quick. Nicki Minaj has never won a Grammy. I did not know that. I, like, I just would not think that that was true at all. So, um, when that was brought to my attention, I fucking started screaming. I was like, holy shit, like, Nicki is literally, like, somewhere so pissed like so angry somewhere like please check on her um and then ariana grande we we stand but you know she's she's been the messiest she's ever been this year and she tweeted immediately like what the fuck like trash like right when cardi b won and i understand that mac miller was nominated for that award but here's the thing I didn't listen to, I didn't listen to Mac Miller's album so I don't know how amazing it was or anything. But I don't think someone should win an award just because they passed away. No shade, not trying to be rude, I'm just being real. I I didn't listen to the album so I don't it could literally be the most incredible thing ever. I don't know that. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea. I did not listen. But I don't think it's fair to just expect him to win. And then I also don't think that it's like, wait, what am I trying to say? I don't know what I'm trying to say. But anyways, she was just really mad that he won. But I think it was more about the fact that he didn't win. But it was more about the fact that they had his parents come out and, like, sit there. And, like, so I'm sure when they thought, when they were invited, that they were going to, like, give Mac Miller, like, this Grammy. And, like, they didn't. So I feel like that is probably the most fucked up part. And even, like, especially if they brought his parents there, I feel like they should have done more of a tribute than they did. Like, I know that they showed, like, his picture when, like, they showed all the people who died and shit, but, like, I feel like they could have had, like, some little speech or, like, someone do, like, a little song for, like, two minutes or, like, just something cute like that. Um, And they didn't. So I understand her frustration, but it's like, girl, like, you knew that, like, you and Nikki are, like, friends. I don't know how much of friends they are anymore but it's like it just looked really messy for her to tweet that right at that moment and i don't know whatever so ariana grande i just wish she would just like shut the fuck up and like make good music then aretha franklin tribute was good they had all the queens come out nothing to really say there and then album of the year casey musgraves won and everyone was really pissed but i was happy because like i said i'm a casey musgraves stan and i know how special and incredible that album was and I can't believe we're at the 46 minute mark. So I'm going to wrap this up right now. I know you guys hate the fucking long podcast episodes. But yeah, I mean, that's my full recap. I know this is kind of all over the place. I hope you guys actually listen to it. I'm really sorry. I will have more structured content next week. But I just had to get you guys this podcast episode. I really wanted to talk about um, the Grammys. I thought overall it definitely wasn't the best Grammys at all. Um... And I think we're going to see a lot more discussions come up about, you know, the criteria of these award shows, the importance of these award shows. Um, I'm seeing a lot of celebrities rebelling and shit. So it's really interesting to me. So I just want to know your feedback. If you guys agreed with anything I said, if you didn't agree. um, Yeah. Who do you think should have won? Just talk to me. Talk to me, baby. Okay. Love you guys. (laughs) See you next week. Bye.